I'm just going to hit record and we see what happens. Can you hear me okay? I can. Can you hear yourself okay? I can hear myself pretty good. Uh, Hey, everybody. What's up? It's Mikey and Jaybird. We are the sitting ducks sometimes. Sometimes. This episode is great. I love this episode we're about to show everyone. <laughs> this is the first time we do anything like this. Yeah, I like the intro bit. We should intro our podcast some more. Some more mic time. Some more air time. Yes. But we have to do that's it. what we need more of. We always have to do a podcast and then a month later do the intro for it. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> record a podcast. Neither of us remember anything that right. yeah, happened in this episode. We, we love doing the podcast. There's just so many other things. So, there's so many things to do. But what we really want to be doing is entertaining you. Right, which is why this Saturday is potentially the last Sitting Ducks live improv show at the Providence Improv Guild. Yeah. June 3rd at 9 p.m. Can you believe that? June 3rd at 9 p.m.? Yeah. Who are we opening up for? Uh, shit. (laughs) Uh. Oh, Double George is opening for us. Oh, Double George. (laughs) For those at home, Mikey just mouthed at me, who is Double Shorts? <laughs> Shut the fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Double Shorts is the uh, Herald class that just wrapped. Oh, okay. Continuing their journey. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So they're doing a Herald? One one would hope. One could hope. One okay. could only hope. Even if they're not, I'll just be happy to have them uh, Absolutely. at the show. So, they're, so we're opening for them? No, they're opening for us. Oh, we're headlining on Saturday. We're headlining. Cool. Oh, it should be. F- okay. That's exciting. Yeah. So we very probably, exciting. We probably get like 30 minutes then, right? Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, yeah. So uh, this Saturday at 9 p.m. we have Mr. Tom Epstein, who's on this fucking episode. He is on this episode. Mr. Tom Epstein will be directing the Sitting Ducks live show this Saturday at the Providence Improv Guild at 9 p.m. Yes. Eastern yes, he will. Eastern Standard Easter, Easter, Easter Standard Time. Easter Santa Time. Easter Santa Time, everybody. Go on now. <laughs> oh, yeah. We spoil Santa Claus in this episode. We do. We talk about... Wow, good memory. Well, you just looked at it. You just listened to it today. <laughs> I Christmas. did. Oh, yeah, I edited it. I haven't listened to today. it yet. But, uh... Yeah. Okay. Talk about fatherhood. We talk about fatherhood. The birds and the bees. Birds and the bees. Um, and we also had uh, my beloved partner, Ray, oh, on yes. the podcast. Ray, special guest, off special, the mic. Off the mic, but then eventually... And then eventually on the got mic. Got on the mic, got on Tom's mic. And was the, the decision maker in our game. Uh, if anybody caught us saying this may be the last Sitting Ducks live improv podcast show for a while, it's because we're both moving. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it's so sad. It's so sad. Um, it is sad. Mm. Um, because we both love Providence so much. We do. We, we love do. we love the community, everything it's done for us. Yeah. Um us getting to meet each other and do shit like this and, and hang out with all of you. Yeah. Yeah. Probably most anybody who's listening, this is probably from Providence. Right. You've probably definitely hung out with us. And if you haven't, um, you know, what are you waiting for? I guess. Unless you're like a stalker. Meaning they're already waiting for us. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Unless you're a stalker. Don't, don't make any changes. Yeah. Yeah, Keep following us. You probably know 
where we are right now. <laughs> yeah, you, Hopefully, if you're yeah. a good stalker. Yeah. And we, we hope that. We hope that you're a good stalker yeah. for your own self-satisfaction. Yeah. And not just stalking people, like stock shelves. Like, yeah. you know, take it one step further. What else can you do yeah, as a I stalker? To, I used to do that. Yeah, good to get into stocks. Get for, into stocks too. Yeah. Some people call them businessmen. I call them stalkers. Yeah. Own a farm. Some get some stocks of Yeah, to be a corn? stalker farmer. Farmer stalker. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. All that to say. All that to say. Um, yeah. Mikey's moving to Mexico. <laughs> kind of for a little bit, yeah. For, a, for a few months with Ray, who you'll yes. hear on this episode in a little bit. Yes. And I'm moving to Arkansas. You're moving to Arkansas. Which is should be, at this point, no surprise. Yeah, yours has been... <laughs> publicly. Publicly, but the thing is, you were supposed to move at the end of May. Right. So there was a lot of anticipation for you leaving in May, and then yeah. I was planning to leave at the end of June. And I'm like, all right, I know it's sad Justin left. I'm also moving. <laughs> and instead, now you're moving at the end of June, too. Yeah, because so I couldn't let you steal my thunder. You had oh, because I would have just got the <laughs> the the backlash of all of your right. Your 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 going your going aways. Yes, I would just got a extra. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're going away. I'd get my going away. Right, because when you compound them, it's like extra sad for you, regular sad for me. So I'm like, I got to move it back so that it's ultimate sadness for the entire for both of us. Yeah, for both of us. Uh, it's all good though, you know. Change is good. Change is great. Um, again, like, has man, I love Providence so much, but yeah, just kind of need a lifestyle. I need a lifestyle change. Yeah. Where, you know, uh, so I'm going to Mexico and then eventually looking like L.A. Los Angeles. Looking to Los Angeles, man. Um, yeah. So we're sad, but we're excited, and you've got. Several opportunities to catch mm. Mr. Dunn and myself. Big time. Uh, Sitting Ducks Improv Show. June 3rd. 9 p.m. Providence Improv Guild. Headlining. Double Jorts. Opening. Following week. June 10th? 10th. Doctor Dr. Nighttime. Doctor Nighttime, 7 p.m. I may not be back by then. Okay. From St. Louis to see the dead. Yep. Um, week after that is the 16th. Yeah, 16th. 16th, with which is... Nothing. We got nothing. Great. Week off. Saturday the 17th. Uh, Crotch Davidson. Oh, 17th. Yeah, Saturday the 17th, 9 p.m. And then Saturday, June 24th, mm, Crotch Davidson is at United. United Westerly, Rhode Island. And then the thirtieth. Uh, the thirtieth. Wow, man. DTI. DTI closing it out. Wow. Becca Bradley will yep. be in town. We'll be in town. Yeah, June thirtieth. The whole squad. Friday. Yeah. What what time is that show? Eight p.m. Eight p.m. Hell yes. Um, yeah. So that'll be a big one. That'll be a uh, big one. Well, I'll say this. You know, we're leaving. Yeah. Uh, but we're. Going out swinging. We're not swinging. You know? Hard for the fences. Yeah. And we're so grateful that we have a place to play like Providence yeah. Improv Guild. Seriously. Going to miss that the most probably. Yeah. 100%. And we'll be back mm-hmm. around the holidays. Oh, yes. Throwing up some rando shows. Hopefully we can make it back for the Hallmark show. Oh, that'd that be fun. Again. That'd be fun. 
So there's just so much happening, and we're excited to have been a part of the scene for as long as we have been. Yeah. And, uh, you know, who knows what the future holds? We, yeah. We may be back. I could see us both back here in a year. We could be back Six here. Six months to a year. Oh, uh, but the podcast will continue. Oh, yeah, yeah. The podcast is going to be fine. Yeah, podcast yeah. is still going to happen. Probably will happen more, honestly. Quite quite frankly, every single time I think I've said that about something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, we, we did start the podcast during the Shit. pandemic and we did it over Zoom. We did. And I would say we were honestly more productive. We were a lot more productive. However, However there was the pandemic. There was the pandemic. And there wasn't a lot to do. And this will sort of be like a relocation pandemic. Yeah, let's call it that. Yeah, yeah we're not moving. We're just getting, we're having a relocated pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enjoy this episode, y'all. Yeah. Is this one with Ray and Tom? Sitting Ducks podcast. It's your boy Jay Bird and Mikey Dunn, and we're joined today by by none other than our good friend and mentor. <laughs> why, why does that make me laugh? Tom Epstein. Hi, hi, hey, hi, Tom. everyone. Hey, no, me- mentor sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, we are also joined by not on the mic Ray. Hi, Ray. Hi, Ray. <laughs> uh, we, we, uh, just in case you didn't pick that up, Jaybird, uh, Ray would like the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> She's not Mike, but I can still hear. <laughs> okay, uh, it is grapefruit, all lowercase. Have you? Uh, Wait, what is the- oh, the, oh yeah. Good, good if question. you didn't hear, uh, she needs to know like what what is the Wi-Fi like username? Is that what we yeah, call Wi-Fi? Co- code name. Code name. Uh, it is the bus stop. Uh, and also, everyone, uh, feel free to drive by Jaybird's house if you want to lock into his uh, Wi-Fi. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, well, uh, what's your address? Ray wants to know the address. <laughs> <laughs> Ray does not want to know the address. Uh, it is 40 Session Street. Oh, Providence. Th- that is his real address, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. See you soon. <laughs> no, Tom, this is not how podcasts work. We are what? live from 40 Session Street. Oh, we're not live. No, we're not live. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so we had a, a an adventure of sorts. We, yeah. uh, we went on a 30-day 30, 30 trek to try to find a breakfast sandwich and coffee, mm-hmm. and we were successful. We were successful. We sure well, were. Well, we, we were successful if success means it took four hours for both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Providence is becoming more and more exclusive with how you can pick up food now. Uh, yeah, go on. Well, I think there's just uh, every every restaurant these days has like a time limit or like this fake sense that you can just order from them whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and like on a Saturday, pick up specifically. Pick up specifically on a Saturday at eleven thirty, a breakfast place that's open till two in the afternoon, mm-hmm. you can't order pick up. I just don't understand that. Oh, I think they're overwhelmed. Okay. They're that's overwhelmed. The, that's what I have to assume, right? Is that they're overwhelmed, therefore they can no longer accept online orders. Okay. Well, let me piggyback on that, if I may. Yeah. If I can. Yeah, I, sure. I, and I may. You sure? Um, <laughs> I feel like Providence is a morning person. Mm. 
Right. You know, like, <laughs> so when, are you saying that when we go to get breakfast sandwiches in the afternoon that we <laughs> shouldn't expect? Oh, we shouldn't expect variety. I mean, w- we ended up getting a, a delicious sandwich, but I think that catered towards afternoon all day breakfast eating people till 3 p.m. Because most of the city gets breakfast at 7 a.m. True. Okay. This is our fault. It's not a critique. I'm not critiquing. No, 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 no. Feels like a critique. I am critiquing. <laughs> oh boy! But so, Tom, we wanted to ask you. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, you have some questions for me? Well, you are our guest, so I guess we should ask questions of you, right? Yeah, we yeah. want to know. I mean, in the past, we've talked about your improv journey, mm-hmm. your Europe traveling yeah. experiences. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Now we want to talk about your. Experiences with father. <laughs> okay, I can do that. What's uh, it like? <laughs> um, I mean, I love my child. Was that you? <laughs> I don't know. If the, I don't know if the mic picked up. Is this chair, man? Yeah. All right, no, it was a creaky chair. It's a creaky chair. Yeah. Um, no, I love it. I love you know. I, you know me. I, I love my daughter. Um, I mean, yeah, it's shout out. To it's Noah. a lot. Shout it out, Sh- Noah. I love you. It's just, okay. just, just know that now. There's no chance Noah was listening to this podcast ever, right. and specifically with you as a guest, she's definitely not. No, she's not. She's not interested in anything that I do. Which was a was it? It was a. It was almost like an immediate. It was that. That was almost immediate. She everything that I did. Was like, she loved daddy's amazing. Daddy's incredible. Daddy is so smart. And then one day, poof, dad's an idiot. Dad doesn't know what he's talking about. And I hate him. Right. And dad is no longer dad. He's Tom. Yeah. Right. She called me Tom. <laughs> she started calling me by my first name uh, when she was, uh, she entered high school. Wow. And, and uh, how did, so Ray just asked uh, <laughs> how this made me feel. And I, I, uh, it was sort of like, imagine a turtle. That uh, doesn't know what's happening behind uh, them Mm -hmm. and immediately uh, uh, retreats back into their shell. So I felt I felt like I needed protection. (laughs) Like when 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 she first called me Tom. But now it's I never stopped her because I was like, you know what? I just want to empower her to be her own person and i you know what is what kind of ego do i have where i need her to call me dad because dad is not my name that's true like only one person calls me dad Mm -hmm. right and now that person doesn't call me dad anymore and is this is (laughs) does she call uh both of you by your first names now you and andrea (laughs) you and your alter ego (laughs) that is you know what no she calls her mom wow (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess oh boy. Tom maybe. is looks like he just is figuring this out. <laughs> I never really paid much attention, oh but God. I'm like, but the, but like, yeah, the disrespect <laughs> is, is clear, is obvious, but um, you know, admiration, admiration, yeah. Ray just uh, yeah. <laughs> by saying that, or it could be admiration, and I, I, I'm, mm, I was never like, uh, I never corrected her, I never. <laughs> you know said don't ever call me by my first name again what everyone else does um and uh yeah and now we uh we uh 
We're doing our own. She does her own thing. Okay. <laughs> now, did Noah tell you that she just was not going to start calling you dad anymore? It just it just overnight she just started calling you Tom. Just a couple of years after, you know, I guess when she was like, uh, I don't know, she's she's a senior in high school now. So last year she was like, because one of her friends heard her call me Tom, and apparently that was a topic of conversation amongst them. And then uh, Noah asked me if that ever bothered me. And I lied. Oh. I said, no. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the first time you've ever lied to your daughter? No. (laughs) Do you remember the first time you lied to your daughter? (laughs) I think, I think, I think I do. Wow. Oh. I'm trying to remember what that well, what we're talking about when she was like two yeah. and stuff, sure. where it's like, sure, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, and holi- Daddy's not mad. Uh, holiday characters don't uh, count either. Oh yeah, no Santa. We didn't celebrate holidays though. Um, <laughs> I, th- you know, I think I was like, um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think she uh, wanted. I think she was like maybe two, and she was she wanted to watch a video, and I said, "You already watched it." <laughs> and so therefore you cannot watch it right, you just watched it you can't watch it again and she bought it wow at two years old nice yeah okay. she bought it um she also there's also like i want i want a snack i mean this i realize now how traumatic i might have been about like like making her think that she <laughs> that she did something which she didn't but like it's i think gaslighting. Gaslighting. I, think, I, think I might have I gaslighted my child at two years old but she wanted like uh I don't know. She wanted like candy. And I was like, you already had some. Wow. Nice. Amazing. It works. Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> I guess when does it get to a point where you're just like, I can't keep doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was like, dad, can I have a hug? Gave you one already. <laughs> <laughs> dad, I just want you to love me. <laughs> yeah. Ask your mother. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Fuck, that's so funny. So, yeah. So maybe maybe there's reasons why she calls me Tom instead of Dad. It's just, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just, yeah. you know, I, I didn't earn the moniker right. of Dad gotcha. or, or I lost that honor. Wow. Yeah, I think you'll get it back. I, I think hope. so, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the topic of fatherhood started out as a joke, but I'm really glad we went down this, this path. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Man, my mom lied to me one time. She lied to me good. She lied to me so good. It was, uh, she wanted to watch The Wizard of Oz one time. It was on TV. And she was like, this is the last time this movie's ever going to be played. Wow. And I was like, I don't want to watch it. She was like, this is is the last time I really want to watch it. And I was like, fine, fine. I won't, I will not watch the Rugrats. I'll watch this stupid movie with you. I was too young to realize that, um, you know, that was probably already on VHS, so. I remember when I talked when I uh, <laughs> definitely was talked to my dad about Santa Claus mm. uh, being real or fake, mm-hmm. and I must have been twenty-seven, eight. eight. Yeah, <laughs> this is like last year, last two summers ago. It's <laughs> the middle of the summer. Yeah, when you're prepping for Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah, I must have been around eight years old, and I sat my dad down. I was like, "Dad, we need to talk." Um, wow. So. I think I can handle it, and I just need you to be honest with me. Is Santa Claus real or is Santa Claus fake? And I asked him this question because I had just gotten back from like hanging out with friends or something like that, 
and arguing with them about like how does everybody get presents in like overnight and like trying to justify the the uh the logical reasoning for like Santa Claus being real and all this stuff, not realizing that like not everybody gets presents and stuff like that, obviously. Yeah. Um or the same amount. Or the same amount, whatever it is. So just, you know, obviously uh oblivious and naive. But I remember it being like you know, Dad, give it to me straight. <clears throat> I can handle it. <laughs> just got done arguing with the kids across the street about Santa Claus being real or not. And he just straight face said, like, he's not real. <laughs> and I remember just being, like, so taken aback and being like, I did not think that was going to go that way. <laughs> and just, like, being wrecked for, like, a couple of weeks about just being like, wow, the kids across the street were right. Those fuckers. Yeah. But I'm kind of looking back on it. I'm kind of, res- I respect him. And appreciate him, uh, just cold face. No, not real. Yeah, being truthful. Needed that. You want to hear uh, a story about um, how, like, I got my first detention. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I got my first detention ever. The uh, the f- two weeks into uh, going into public school because uh, I, w- I went to a uh, yeshiva, which is a Jewish private school where you where you, where it's they just have for the most part uh, just uh, Jewish people and being you know like the, you're going to practice the prayers you're going to learn about history and such like that culture but I hated it and they and at, at the end of third grade they told um, I didn't get detention that's not the detention story but it's sort of like it's sort of like the context for when I when I went to public school. Um, but they basically at, at eight years old, they told my parents, the, the yeshiva, that I was not to return. Really? Yeah, wow. they, it was just not a fit for me. So because um, I like, you know, didn't care. Um, and uh, like I was a self-hating Jewish person even then. Mm. But anyway, so I went to uh, fourth grade uh, at the public school and, uh, you know, September and then October. So like a month in, I told a bunch of kids that Santa Claus was not real. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it, it made perfect sense for me to do that. And I wasn't like, and from what I can remember, it was a long time ago, right? But like, I wasn't trying to be evil. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, hey, hey, hey this is going to mess up, uh, mess people. But I was just like, he's not real. Yeah, you're a truth teller. I was a truth teller. <laughs> and, and they went home, told their parents, the parents oh, called no. the school. Right. And um, my parents were called in. It's amazing. My parents were pissed at me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like um, and I was like, well, you told me that to my you know, Jewish parents. Right. Um, anyway, so I got detention for a week. Wow. And a whole a week. Whole week. Wow. And they, uh, and detention wasn't necess- wasn't after school, but it was like recess detention. Like I wasn't allowed recess. That's worse. Yeah. And they were like, they were like, which was actually not a terrible thing because I probably would have gotten beat up. Oh, oh we really? For kids kids yeah. were that mad. Yeah. People were mad. Like people were mad at me. Wow. Like there was kids be were mad at me, but they didn't know why because like they, but they were, you know, you know how it is. The like, rumblings. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, that kid sucks and let's go beat him up. You know, like why? Do you, who cares why? Right. We're <laughs> they were like, oh, we can't tell you why yeah. it'll fuck you up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Do you really want to know why nine year old? No, I really don't care. I just want to beat somebody up. Yeah, pretty of, much. So, um, and I, no. I got beat up, but. I feel like it was for other reasons, but, um, but I had, uh, Mixed bag. I had to stay in mix. <laughs> exactly. I had to stay in. 
uh, because um, uh, because I ruined uh, Santa Claus for well, rich other children. What is it about kids at that age when you start? You know, you we start becoming more cognitive of the real world and like understanding these truths and things things like that. Like once you know about it, you have to ruin it for everybody else. Oh yeah, there's something in you that's just like you know you can't, therefore you do. Yeah, yeah. I think it still lives inside of us. Absolutely. <laughs> Ray said, <laughs> you just want to tell the truth. <laughs> Ray, I agree with you. Exactly. You're like, this is honesty. Like, I know the truth of the world. Let me bring it right. to you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, right? And then everyone's like, no, you still have to lie. And then you're like, oh, okay. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I right. You're, you're taught your entire childhood not to lie. And then it's like, well, now that I know that Santa's not real, Everyone's got to know. Yeah. Right. I'm not living in the Matrix anymore. Like, why, you know, let's, it's basically, yeah, I'm going to get, you know. <laughs> yeah. You got punished for doing what's right. Uh, and that's fucked up. And that's the way it is. That's the way it's been my whole life, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ray. Thanks All for that. I've ever done was the right thing. Mm hmm. And, uh, well, you know, school, like, schools are notorious for punishing those who want what's real. <laughs> to be part of the curriculum. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's embedded in the curriculum. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, History is taught by the winners. It is such a bullshit <laughs> cultural thing, though, right? For us to, like, for Santa Claus and this mm -hmm. lie, and then everyone learns about it at a different times. It's just, it's nothing but chaos. It's yeah. nothing but chaos. Yeah. But I just don't think we should be in trouble for spoiling Santa Claus. I served my time. Right. I, I was in for a whole week. Right. And wasn't allowed outside. Right. I think that's what's part of being an adult, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being being able to truth tell and Yeah. I mean, like what's another one like where babies come from? That's true. Like once so you figure untrue. that out and it's solidified, everybody must know. Right. Hmm. I'm trying to think of other ones though. Maybe that's not the best one, but most well, people have that conversation with their parents, like the actual, like, yeah, where everything, how everything goes down, the birds and the bees, as they say. But I never had that conversation with my parents. Neither did I didn't either. Yeah. No, so I had to learn from porn. Yeah. Porn, <laughs> where like the, ba the basic birthing porn episodes. Um, birthing porn? Yeah. Birthing porn. Did you, you paid for those, right? <laughs> no, that was Cinemax. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes uh, Showtime. That's so fucked. My father, I'm telling a story. <laughs> My father, I'm telling a story. My father, um, this his version of the Birds and the Bees. Um, he, because uh, he wasn't a knocker. <laughs> it's like no one, there was no privacy gotcha. in, my, in my house. Gotcha. Sure. So uh, he uh, basically opened the door, uh, dropped a box of condoms. Wow. Nice. And, you know, you know I'm reading, reading. And uh, we made eye contact. Oh, you read porn? I read, yeah, erotica. <laughs> I was reading erotica. <laughs> yeah. I was re yeah, I was reading about, like, uh, yeah, Jonathan the Lumberjack. Right. <laughs> um, hey, just real quick, what are some other characteristics of Jonathan the Lumberjack? Uh, he uh, was six foot four <laughs> and uh, red plaid. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, like the brawny. Yeah. Guy. Like the brawny. It is the brawny guy. That's what I'm describing. Brawny, brawny just, porn. Yep, paper mustache. towel porn. Yep. Uh, some, some red. He was red hair. Uh, red chest hair okay. as well. And um, massive forearms. Massive forearms. Right. And that's uh, really, that can only read like three or four pages at a time. <laughs> Tom, just a minute. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I haven't gotten to his calves. <laughs> um, but he came in, dropped a box of condoms, and he was like, "These are yours." Wow. <laughs> and then, and then uh, he's like, you know, "He's like, dinner will be ready soon." <laughs> and he walked out. I think. And they, I was gonna say they stayed there for like a week. Like I never touched them. Wow. Wait, what happened to him after a week? Well, here's the thing. I, I was like 14, and Sorry. I had no. I I wasn't having sex. Right. <laughs> so like it was like I didn't know. I was. It, I didn't know what to. I didn't know what to do with them. Like right. I mean, I knew what to do with them, but right. I didn't. I was like, I don't. I've never had seen a condom before. Yeah. Right. So you well, never opened one up just to like examine the condom. No. Uh, yes. After okay. a week. Okay. After like a week or so, a few days, whatever it was, and uh, and like. Same spot on the on the floor. It wasn't sorry. It wasn't the floor. It was on the uh, like the dresser gotcha. or the yeah. It was on the it was on a surface, um, and they just stayed there. And my mother, you know, my mother like came in, cleaned my room at, uh, during that week, and like never said anything. You know, maybe she dusted them. I don't know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> wow. But uh, uh, so they all expired. They, before all, he... they did. They, they all expired before I ever right. used them. But like you know, I <laughs> used them after they expired. <laughs> No, let me rephrase. I never. I think. Well, I mean, I took one out eventually after right. a few days. I was got curiosity. Sure, sure. Wasn't sure. going to kill this cat. Yep. And and uh, you know, checked it out, opened it up. It was, they were lubricated. They were weird. I don't know. I didn't so yeah. like the, ultra ribbed. No, they weren't ultra ribbed. <laughs> Your dad was not in, interested in pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They were very insensitive condoms. Mm, gotcha, um, gotcha. Very non-inclusive. Um, right. But uh, but like that was that was that was that was the story of, of the birds and the condoms. Nice. Wow. <laughs> the closest I got, my mom for whatever reason was like, "All right, if you're gonna have sex, you need to write up a contract for." Um, for the woman to sign so that it's uh, we all know it's consensual Wait, and i was like well i'm never having sex then she really said that there had to be a contract yeah she wanted me to write up a contract is this, is this wow. a word doc <laughs> it's, it's not a word doc no no you no. never created this no because i was not i wasn't no because it scared me from having sex that's wild yeah uh, bringing bringing legal matters into sex for young adults. I know, and I, I my mom smart, was not a lawyer, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no contract writing experience whatsoever. Wow, yeah, it's fucking weird. That part's getting cut out. <laughs> it doesn't have to. So, did she have details uh, that would go into this contract? Where she was like, "Make sure you include this no. writer and that that." <laughs> this is writers. Wow. It's, and the, you it's know, like, by signing make, here, you you agree to forty five minutes of foreplay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it should be like a living document <laughs> yeah. that, that, right. that that you know that could be. Uh, it's like we all we all share. <laughs> yeah. I love. I love how it's like measured in time. Okay, uh, the maximum <laughs> amount of time spent would be seventy-two minutes. Twelve right. minutes would be uh, dedicated shame. to 
<laughs> Treated like a therapy <laughs> and if, session, and that's our time. <laughs> <laughs> and if I, Justin Hebert, come early, you are to speak of this with nobody. No. <laughs> NDA. <laughs> yeah, it's also an NDA. An NDA yeah, yeah, exactly. So you never wrote uh, this? No, no. That's insane. Never had did sex. anyone that did and never what? Like still to this day. That's not a bad. It's not a bad idea. It's a good. It's like good to talk about consent in that way in one way or another. But it does make things like overly complicated for a young person to just be like just to, <laughs> to consider that but i think the conversation is good to talk about it in a sense of like like again just generally with sure consent. yeah well here i think what it did was it 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 uh it was like you know here's the gravity of the situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh yeah that was it for me i was like actually i'm good <laughs> i will stick to reading porn I will reading porn. Well, I remember speaking of reading porn. Like I remember uh, when I was younger. I remember uh, my dad and I weren't necessarily close growing up, um, but I remember at one point I shot my shot with him and was like, "Can you get me some porn?" And whatever I forget forget exactly how I asked him. I was like, like, I was trying. I was rifling through a lot of different like, what type of shot has Mikey shot with his dad? Sure, sure. Quick question: Was this like outside the store? Outside when, the store, like outside the porn store. Oh where yeah, you, just like waiting for my dad to show up. I need you to go in there and you, you come out and get me some yeah, porn. My dad they comes won't by sell the, to me. My dad comes by the porn shop every Friday at five. As long as I'm there outside, maybe I can ask him oh, like hey, wearing boo, a mustache. Weird seeing you here, Dad. <laughs> it's like, hey, bud, can you uh, give me some stuff? Um, <laughs> I forgot my wallet. Yeah. Listen, Dad, here's twenty bucks. Just yeah. get me any everything that twenty bucks buys. So, but but we lived. But I mean, my. As far as like me growing up and stuff like that, when it comes to porn, I remember asking for that. And the first thing he did was he said he he kind of gave me this like bullshit, like I'll consider it if type of situation. Like oh, I'll give you homework great. first. So oh. instead he bought me a book on the reproductive system for men and women <laughs> and how, you know, all of our stuff works and all that jazz. So that's essentially how I learned about the birds and the bees was like reading a book on how all the stuff works. So he gave me that to read first, which is kind of pretty okay i guess yeah, in one way or another it's interesting i mean were, were you able to use it if you know what i mean no it wasn't okay so but, but more so going back <laughs> did, to my did that substitute as porn <laughs> you're asking yeah i'm trying to right. say like did not tell you had access but, to it at the time did but, what, the but what i was gonna say <laughs> was as far as my generation of growing up in porn was at that point uh when he gave me this book it was also around the same time when i started using like limewire kazaa uh, morpheus okay. all these like the early stages of like downloading pirated music and sure. movies and all this stuff okay and porn so at that yeah. point i was like well i don't really need the book i don't really need anybody to get me stuff i'll no, just right. uh corrupt my parents computer every once in a while and yeah. uh, download a bunch of porn yeah and I've, destroyed, I've destroyed many of family computers yeah. in the past yeah exactly you just like leaving stuff downloading overnight it's like it's just music it's a discography it's prince discography <laughs> don't open it up <laughs> It's, it's, just, it's just Queen's greatest hits. Yeah, it's Led Zeppelin. Don't open it. Oh my God, You've already uh, listened to it. I mean, Prince, you could probably get away with, but I think if I were to like be like, no, no, it's Queen, my dad would be like, no, oh, put it on my iPod or whatever right. the fuck you Give had. me a thumb drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. even have to. So, you know what I heard? Well, yeah, Go to on. Tell us. Yeah. So, when, uh, so in the in the early 90s, um, nineties, mid nineties, like the like the like the first job I had in New York when I moved there was uh paralegal at a law firm, which I guess this is like ninety six. Yeah, so you discussed this on a previous episode. 
this this thing about porn? No, sorry, the, the job. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to an older Sitting Ducks podcast. Shout out to an old podcast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, look for the last one I was in, folks. Right. Yeah, for more context. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I sat in on this meeting, and I didn't really know what was going on. It was like me with lawyers and like you know like big money, big money. They were talking, and uh, basically they were. I learned from that meeting, like years later, like, okay, why do we have the internet? How has the internet become so like accessible for the average person? Because at the time, it was in the it wasn't. You had to like be at this law firm, you know, where you had like it was a Lexus Nexus, where you had access to like articles and research, or like you had to have like certain privileges in order to access the web mm. in, the, in its early early stages, right? But like, how did it become like like? Uh, accessible for yeah, us. Yeah, it's all inclusive. Uh, yeah, like where we go. Yeah. Porn. Yeah. It's like the 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 creators and the producers of like a porn Whoa. were like putting in like all of this money and all of this like time and advocacy <laughs> to get to get like the, that this this is just what I heard. I can't back it up with sure. Sure. actual it, it makes sense because I still think it takes up about 30 to 40% of all internet traffic is pornography. If porn didn't exist, by the way, wouldn't that be terrible, right? Sure. Yeah, but we'd it, all be jerking off to erotic. To, 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 the, to reproduction system. Yeah. But, um, but like... <laughs> Line drawings of a penis. Right. <laughs> like the fallopian tubes. <laughs> um, but like, I never remember. <laughs> that, that fell a, into that's my a, hand. <laughs> His his forearms. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm telling you. No, I I I wanted to read. I wanted to see how John was able to get the big redwood down. And boy, did I discover it. Yeah, he got the big redwood down for sure. Exactly. Yeah. But like, but like, if we if porn didn't exist, we probably wouldn't have access to the internet by now. Even now, it's very true. I mean. I, I, don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. You heard it from here, fo- here first, folks. Like uh, my prediction oh, as if porn didn't exist. The history of the internet with the sitting ducks. Yes. Mm. Yes. Tom part, Epstein. Part two. Oh my God. Paralegal. Paralegal. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, but so, I, so '96, you were living in New York, mm-hmm. and how? So this paralegal thing was this before you went to Europe? After. After you went to Europe. So after you went to Europe, you were back in New York. Mm-hmm. And then how soon after being a paralegal did you start improv in New York? Uh, real quickly. Yeah. Um, really quickly. Uh, friends of mine started... Um, well, okay. So friends of mine started a theater company. So, uh, so, so like a comedy sketch uh, company. And we were at this theater called Solo Arts. Okay. Which was the same theater that the UCB four, um, was it uh, Amy Poehler, Matt Besser, Matt Walsh? Oh my gosh, fourth and, guy. And when you say sorry, when you say UCB four, what does that mean? Just the fourth theater? No, the the four people who make gotcha. up the, the oh, UCB, like those four. Amy Poehler. It's gonna hit me in a minute. Sure. I can't really can't remember his name. He was awesome, but um, but like uh, like right around the time that's when they moved to New York. And they 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 brought Chicago style improv to to New York to like then to develop a New York style improv, um, and right so so they would have classes and they would perform on different uh, you know the same at the same theater that you know we would 
we would perform at like an eight o'clock show. They had like a nine o'clock show and it'd be showcases and and like yeah. And then they, then once they got on TV, because they had the I can't believe I'm plugging this, but yeah. I will. The Upright Citizens Brigade like show. ASCAT? No, not ASCAT. Okay. So like they they developed a uh, sketch show called um, and it's it's in the structure of a herald. Cool. Called the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. Comedy Central produced it. You can you can oh, find it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, like Jaybird. You and I have seen clips from it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen. I think I know what you're talking the about. The Ask Pennies. Yeah, is that sketch? Uh, oh, so that's not the, the, the where they would do the monologue into just you know. No, improv. that's not the Ascat show. It was it was their like sketch show they developed with Comedy Central. It ran for like mm-hmm. I think three seasons. Mm-hmm. So once, so, but they were developing that show. But it like didn't pop until like until after my after uh, the, the the sketch company that I was in disbanded. Mm. Mm. But while it was happening and while they were developing the show, they were just like another. They were just a really cool, hilarious, um, you know, comedy group that taught classes. So gotcha. like it was so like I didn't realize how early. Like, I didn't look at it as like, oh, this is a place to get in early. You know, like, you wouldn't think that they would explode, but they did. But they they did. And they, uh, yeah, they were all in, in, like, creating this uh, community. And, um, yeah. So that was a long-winded answer to your question. No, it was great. (laughs) It was a yes or no question, but I made it. doesn't matter. Uh, How how soon after um, doing improv, uh, then, did you start having sex? Um. I would say, I'd say it was a few years <laughs> <laughs> after I started doing improv. Um, nice. And is it related to doing improv? The sex? <laughs> yeah. um, it was, you know, it, dis- it was a distant relation. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Um, sick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Tom. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, I think we'll call it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, um, but you know, sex. Come on, <laughs> whatever. Oh, shit, you um, had to have it in order to have a child. And... Yeah. Um, I put one of those. Now that I remember, I'm getting flooded with memories and I hadn't thought of in years. This is great. Thank mm-hmm. you. This is therapeutic for me. Absolutely. I uh, I remember putting one of the condoms. <laughs> that from my dad's box, if I may, mm-hmm. um, in Call my back. wallet, and it was like nice, and it was so stupid. Because uh, by the way, again, I'm not having sex, but I'm putting uh, I, don't know, I was 15, something like that. I had it in my wallet, and I did this thing. I don't know. Like I look back on, oh, no, I'm just gonna say it. Where I was just like, oops, drop my wallet, <laughs> so you <laughs> can see the indent, and my friends right. would be like. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Dude. dude! Just in case, yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I had I had smart friends, and I also had friends that weren't that smart. So, <laughs> you know, I, my smart friends were like, yeah, how, how long's that been in there? Yeah. And my uh, other friends were like, is that is that the place where you hold them? <laughs> well, your wallet has a section specifically for rubber. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, like, and I had, oh, I shit. had so many. I feel like we, answers. we were, uh, we were conditioned to think that it could happen at any moment, and I feel like that's the condom industry. That's big condom, 
just preparing us. Just be like, holy shit. <laughs> they're just smart. Like, <laughs> the, Good marketing. Yeah, the great marketing. Yeah. yeah. Wallets yeah. and condoms. Because uh, I'll tell you. Big condom was dead wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's right. They just wanted us to think that it could happen at any moment. Yep, yep. And we were constantly like, yeah, finding that the, the it opened up the entire in, in, inside of our wallet. And it's just like all it's looped like, up. It's, it's all looped. Oh, this kind of expired. I better, better, better refill it with a, with a fresher one in case it might happen anytime soon. You never know. Also, yeah. this ring looks really small. I should probably buy a Magnum. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that everyone. I bought a, I bought a, I, exactly. I bought a handbag. <laughs> It's like a huge it's like dent. It's, it's a huge disc, like shaped, like indent. It's like, Tom, is, it? is that a frisbee? <laughs> Tom, is that a vinyl? What is that? <laughs> oh, EP? shit. It's, it's quadruple ribbed. <laughs> For everyone's pleasure. <laughs> the, every, exactly. For everyone's pleasure. Yeah. Uh. Well, yeah, thanks uh, for having me, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> On that note, should we play a game? We can play a game. This, this. I'm gonna read the. I'm gonna read the directions, the instructions, okay. and, and we can we'll decide. decide. Yeah, yeah. We decide. So the game, name of the game is Pitch Storm. Pitch Storm. Here, uh, would you do the honors of like opening the box and maybe like describing what you see? Describing. <laughs> what you see. Well, it, this is a box. It's kind of it's like a card. I just dropped it. That's a card. It looks like a Cards Against Humanity type box. So okay. the name of this game is, is Pitch Storm. We're currently playing the coffee stained edition. Ew! Oh, this I thought the coffee stain was real. This is on the box. Okay. Uh, this is described as a party game of uh, horrible. It, the word horrible is crossed out and above it is scribbled amazing. Okay. Uh, the party game of amazing movie ideas. Okay. Uh, this is a party game that puts players in the position of unprepared writers pitching movie ideas to the world's worst executives. During each round of pitching, players take turns acting as the executive and messing up all of the movies being pitched. Kind of like real life. Right. Uh, whoever bought dinner for someone else most recently is the executive for the first round. That'd be me. Yeah, that would breakfast. be you. You bought breakfast. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, the executive draws three note cards, uh, which I assume are there's yeah okay oh the coffee stained ones are the notes okay okay uh, uh everyone else chooses to draw either three plot cards or three character cards however they cannot draw from both decks okay to make their movies each writer chooses a card from their hand to use in their pitch and places it face down on the table they then draw a card from either the plot or character deck and without looking at it, attach it to the chosen card to create a complete movie. When every writer has a face-down movie in front of them, the writer to the executive's left flips over both of their cards and reads them out loud. They then have 45 seconds to pitch their movie idea to the executive. Were we all remembering every aspect of this? I remembered no. absolutely nothing, but, you know, um, that's cool. I'll get it. Um, exactly. More of a visual learner. Have I sure. mentioned that? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, once at any point during the pitch, the executive may yell pause and read one of their notes, their note cards. 
Uh, read one of the note cards to the writer. The writer then must work this card into their pitch, no matter how bad it is. <sighs> After each pitch, the executive draws... <laughs> Like halfway through the directions here. No, no, no. Actually, we're really close. We're really close. Okay. Uh, the, the, what, what I have remembered is that there's three different types of cards: plot, yeah. character, and coffee stain, and notes. Yeah, and notes, notes is a coffee stain. Yeah. Okay. One. And there's a timer. And there's a timer. Uh, I guess on on our phones or mm. something. Yeah, that's easy. Sure. Um, after each writer has pitched their movie, the executive decides which movie they liked the most. The writer who pitched the winning movie keeps the note card that was given to them as a point. Mm-hmm. Oh god, is this gonna be hard for us to do? What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say? Ray? Uh, yeah, we asked if we're following, and the answer is. <laughs> Are you looking to me for to find it here? Mm, yes, we're following. Um, I, I I also remember that the name of the game is Pitch Storm. Yes, I forgot already, so it's great to know. <laughs> Good job. Did anyone? Get on the lambskin condom craze. Never tried it. I, 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 I don't want to forget about Pitch Storm, but I keep getting flooded with condom memories. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what I'm talking about? The lambskin I've ones? I've heard of them. I've never used one before. I though. watched the History Channel and saw that they used lambskin as condoms before. Oh, like 700 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they made their way into modern society. Um, I, I dated someone who only preferred um, the partners to use the lambskin. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all three of you. Ray, Ray just said, "Why are you looking at me?" <laughs> I don't think I'm staring at you, Ray. I, I'm, 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 I'm including you in the conversation. <laughs> Ray just said, yeah. I honestly was Ray like, experience. "Ray, is that you?" <laughs> good point. Good point. I may have lingered too long. I, I need to save that. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> you crunch, crunchy condoms, yeah. granola condoms. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, honestly, I was, I was just trying to make sure I'm giving ample exactly. nod time to everyone in the room. Totally. Uh, fair. It just so happened that when I mentioned lambskin condom, it was, you know, it was, I, it, specifically. Like, I was, yeah. But right. no, I, you're right. Um, <laughs> I was. Anyone ever use lamb? I'm looking at Jamer now. For those of you, who, I'm looking lamb. Skin. That's because I'm vegetarian. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Mikey, you're, my, you're the last person I'm going to stare at when right? I say lambs can cut. Because I'm Greek. <laughs> right. Anyway. Uh, no. I didn't like them. <laughs> that was the whole but you used, story. You used them? I, I, I had to. You had no choice. As long as I... I can't remember if yeah. I decided not to use... I was done with the late relationship because of the condoms or because she just decided she didn't want to have any more sex with me. Mm. Could Both have been be valid. a little bit of column A, a little bit of column yeah. B. Sure. Potential. Yeah. We're, I'm, I'm, if no one, just for the viewers outside, I, I've locked eyes with Mikey. Right yeah, now. We're, we're staring <laughs> As, deep yeah, right And now. I'm saying, I'm, I've, I've said lambskin condoms. I feel like just saying it this past time. That's the third time I've said it. Mm. Lamb. And then you keep think, pronouncing think, the B more and more. Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say? That uh, it's a silent B? <laughs> <laughs> trying to say? Uh, <laughs> Lamb. Lamb. Did you hear the B in that? No, because no, you're intentionally trying. Okay. So we have three <laughs> stacks of cards on the table right now. Okay. One is character, one is plot, and the other is notes, notes, notes aka coffee stain. All right. Ray, are you getting in on this? Okay. Maybe. Okay, Ray's going to check out us doing it first. Yeah. 
And we yeah, may not okay. even use this in the episode, depending on how bad it goes. All right. So, Mikey, I believe you get three you. note cards. Okay. Of uh, of plot and character? No, you get just, just notes. One, two, three notes. Um, the executive draws three note cards. Everyone okay. else chooses to draw either three plot or character cards. May not draw both. You go on character or plot? Oh, we can naturally like collaborate? I'll do character. All right, I'll do plot. And I take three? Yeah. All right. I could also do character if I wanted, but... Uh, you you asked me, get, and I, take, I, I made my choice. Let's get a sense of yeah. what the cards are. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Can I look at them? Yes. Yeah. We're supposed. You and I are supposed to look at them, Mikey. Yeah. All three of us are supposed to look at them. Okay. So what happens if I have two blanks? You have two blanks? Yeah. Oh, do I fill it in myself? I'm not. Prepared. I guess. Yeah. I don't think we're prepared, Ray. Right? I don't think so either. Yeah, all right. No so blanks. I just put them back in the deck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, this is fun. Okay. Uh, to make their move, each writer chooses a card from their hand to use in their pitch and paces, places it face down on the table. Wait, sorry. What was? What am I doing? Uh, you and I, this one you read already, the battle's corruption. Yeah, let's get rid of that. Let's get That's that amazing that you just picked that. Yeah. <laughs> There's like 400 cards in there. I know, there are a lot of right back cards. in the deck. You yeah. should consider magic as a hobby. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just holding on to my three cards that I picked yes. initially. Yes. All right. So Tom, Ray, and myself are going to choose one card that we want to pitch on. Okay. Ray, do. And then I'm supposed to give notes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Your choice. Tell them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So. You've you've chosen your card. We have chosen our card. Yes. All right. I guess we put them face down. Okay. 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 Like in the center. Yeah. yeah. So up. just for uh, the listeners at home, we have a one plot character, <laughs> one plot card, and one character card. Yes. Okay. And we have you know two discards. Am I supposed to remember what was on our card? No, because I think you can look at it to pitch. Okay. Okay. So okay. we're pitching. Yes. All right. Once we've put them face down, we then draw a card from either the plot or character deck and without looking at it, attach it to the chosen card and to create a complete movie. Okay. So what are we attaching our card to? We either we pull an, a character or plot from the deck. From oh, the deck. from the deck. A new card. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to do that. Okay. okay. There you go. So uh, when we pulled these second cards, we didn't see... Yes. Okay. Exactly. So there's one card that you guys each know of what is on it, and there's a second card attached to that said card. Yeah. Correct. Both know. character and plot. Okay. Yes. I think I got it. So when every writer has a face down movie in front of them, the writer to the executive's left. Okay. Being Tom to me right now. Yep. Flips over both of their cards and reads them out loud. And then you have 45 seconds to pitch their movie idea. Okay. okay. So you're pitching on top of what's being read. Okay. okay. Ready? Yep. All right. I'm going to read this. So uh, the plot is must... Oh, a, a character, right? Yeah. The character first or the plot? I think top to bottom. Okay. So character uh, is a young fish person who dreams of living a human life. And must... The plot is must adjust to a long distance relationship when the love of their life leaves for college. Oh. Yeah. All right. Now, now you have 45 seconds to pitch. Okay. okay. So my... So, what we have here, we're going to set this completely in like some sort of Atlantis type of underwater city, okay. not unlike Aquaman. Sure. But what happened was uh, 
this fish person, Mm -hmm. uh, let's call the fish person Goldie. Uh, Goldie has swam to the surface and has seen uh, the life of academia and has, you know, and and has the realize has the intelligence to solve all of the world's problems, but is limited by the education available in Atlantis. So uh, this person takes the SATs and then realize gets all 800s and and at the end, um, uh, realizes that there's a there's a fish person also who has done this before her, <laughs> and uh, that person lives 200 miles away. Your, all right, your time wow. is your time is up. Um, I forgot to mention that at any point during that, Mikey could have yelled pause, oh. stop the timer, and then he, he added... couldn't. He was so enthralled by my <laughs> yeah. pitch that it was I impossible. Was really into that. Yeah. Um, so now, Mikey, you can add any one of your note cards okay. to the writer, and the writer must work into their pitch no matter how bad it is. Um, even though Tom is already out of time, we're going to add 30 seconds to the clock to Thank work in this. Because there's way more to this movie than I Okay, go ahead. All right. So, no, no, no you, you can okay, add. Gotcha, yeah, I need to yeah. know because this, this movie is going to okay, have sure. legs, has fins. I agree. I agree. Um, I think uh, <laughs> what it needs is, I think it needs more aliens. Oh. Um, but not dumb aliens, like cool aliens, you know? Yeah. Okay. So, originally, uh, Atlanteans are not, uh, we're not on the planet, you know, Earth. So, like, they're originally aliens. So it actually took alien technology from the original civilization before they populated Earth, uh, excuse me, the underwater, uh, to provide Goldie with uh, not only the, um, uh, you know, the, the transition to being come, to becoming like a human, to be able to, because, you know, you can't, there's no distance learning available. Five, so, four, uh, but then she three, realizes that the love of her two, life, who had done this previously, uh, is actually one of those aliens. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so now my job is to give more notes. No, no, no. Your okay. job is to hold your thoughts. Okay. Your job is to green light this, my <laughs> sure. man. Absolutely. Yeah, your, your job is to green light either of ours. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, okay, so I'm green lighting one of these two. I so right. we're gonna play by the same rules. I've been using that clock as a okay, cool, uh, timer. Um, I, I'll do I'll do 45 of pitch, and then we'll, we'll do the same way. You give sure. it, and we'll do 30. And that, but I'm only using one of my final, and I have two cards left after I gave notes on the last one. So I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm competitive, but that clock. Does seem like it just slowed down now. <laughs> it's like yeah, I've got it on a remote. I can slow it down. Yeah, speed it up. I, I feel like it was speeding up just while I was pitching my. Wait, do you want me to do the timer for you guys? Oh, that would be great. That would be great. So Ray just volunteered to do the timer to be the timer for us. Uh, convenient, convenient. It felt like you guys were working together for a second there. Is it forty-five seconds? It's forty-five. Yes. The real rules are Mikey can pause at any time during the 45 seconds to add a note. He couldn't pause. One, one, one of the notes that I have in my deck. Okay. Yeah, one of the remaining He was so two. transfixed. That's why he didn't stop me the first time. I won't stop sure, you yeah. for this one. Next time, though, I okay. will consider. You can stop him if it, if it needs some help. No, I think we'll keep an evil, evil, <laughs> even level playing field for the moment. Okay, mm. for the moment. All right, yeah. so you're going to get an extra 15 seconds afterwards? How many <laughs> seconds does he have now? 30? Well, I got 45. Hasn't started yet. And then we, what you had was 45 and 30. It may not have felt like it. Yeah. I need more time. <laughs> okay. You're keeping track. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. All right. The ghost of a struggling musician, desperate for a second chance at life, discovers that they, that anything they bury in a strange graveyard comes back to life. Okay. Wow. Picture, if you will, inside Lewin Davis, right? And uh, this is Oscar Isaac uh, reprising the role of a musician here. Okay. And he uh, met, uh, is meeting Patrick, Patrick Swayze, also <laughs> reprising his role as a ghost. Um, and uh, he's, they were, the, uh, uh, Oscar Isaac's a, uh, was a, a, a hardened criminal, right? He's got a second chance at, no, 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 he was, he's got a second chance at, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. 
<laughs> you can pause it if you want, Mikey. Because uh, no, no, this is great. Uh, this is just like the, the, the character and the plot are so similar here. I don't know. Okay, so anything okay, he bears. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you got any notes for that yeah, fucking gentleman I, I, I got some notes uh, I will say I do appreciate um, some cast suggestion in there there's one thing I was kind of <laughs> hoping from Tom uh, because Oscar Isaac is always hot always um, hot Okay. Um, no, 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 that's no, a good no, point. Nope, it's fine. Jason no. Momoa nope, is playing nope, Goldie. Nope. Okay, sure. Uh, well, that would have been good before. Um, okay. Uh, can we add a talking Pikachu voiced by says pick a celebrity? Uh, um, Oscar. Well. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, can we add a talking Pikachu voiced by? Uh, Larry David. Sure, actually. So this was a um, this Pikachu was uh, actually just a, a playing card, right? And Oscar Isaac and Patrick Swayze together decided they were going to bury their Pikachu card, their collection, at this graveyard. And uh, when it comes back to life, it uh, it also so this Pikachu voice by Larry David decides to pick up a banjo, um, and they form the greatest band of known to man called the Grateful Dead. Um, and yeah, so it's really a story about the Grateful Dead. It's like a biopic, but um, but yeah, made better by. Um, it's CGI. Mm. Is that your pitch? Time. I would like to add that time to my next. I would like to hear the Pikachu voice by Larry David. Yeah. I'd like to hear a soundbite of that. Yeah, I'd like to hear. I have 11 seconds to do a uh, Pikachu voice by Larry David. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, Is it pretty, pretty, pretty good to be alive. <laughs> okay. That was uh, Pikachu's yeah, first song. First okay. hit. Okay. Yeah. Ray has a question. Um, how do how do you keep score? Like, is there is there a point system? Like, how do people win? That's a great question. So, how to win? Winning isn't the primary focus of this game. What? <laughs> <laughs> but if you're if that if that kind of thing is important to you, uh, we which it is, you set a goal based on the length of game your group is looking for. Um, so we keep score by Mikey's going to hand the note card that was you know given to us to us, um, and we hold on to those. So Mikey chooses which pitch he liked more by giving us the note. Yeah. A lot of power for one person is what Ray just said. Um, <laughs> okay, so I give my note card to whoever I thought had the best pitch. Yes. Um, I would say I think there's too much going on in Justin's. That's fucked up. And I like the direction of Tom's uh, story. I thought it was a little more compelling with uh, this desire to become human. Has has the Little Mermaid references and that's coming out in a few months. So if that goes well with that movie, uh, we have some uh, coattails to ride there and I see a good audience in a market for that. So I'm going to go with Tom. That's fair. Congrats, Tom. I don't think the Coen brothers would go along with uh, the Lewin Davis aspect of this as well for yours and I think it'd be hard to get the rights from Mm -hmm. Oscar Isaac. Okay. Sure. Would you like to hear the title of my movie? Absolutely. Bachelor of Finn Arts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. This, one, this movie was made for Tom. One card for Tom. Oh, this, this game was made for Tom. Wow. Um, okay. B- now or we... BFA for short. <laughs> right. <laughs> BFA. I love BFA. it. I love it. Oh, I yep. can see the shirts. This film is not yet rated. Oh, fuck. All right. Congrats, Tom. Okay. So now That's... is somebody else the executive? Now, yes, now Tom is. Yeah. Oh, cool. Now Tom Do I pick exactly. three notes? And for my notes cards, I'm assuming these just go to the wayside now? Yes. Okay. Discard pile. Okay, gotcha. That's my win pile. 
right, congrats. Thanks. Can I look at these? Yes, you can. Yeah, I'm gonna choose three characters, and we can take one of the two, three of one of the two plot or character. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'll go with character as well. I like that. I'm gonna pick three character cards. Yeah, Ray has um, another question. Should I? This is it. Okay. Should I start the timer when you're pitching, or like when you read? When you I think start I think right when you start pitching. I think you let read let us read the yeah. card, and then you. Forty five seconds to pitch. Yeah. Okay, and because I'm to Tom's left, I go first. Please. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Ex- exterior Dino Mart. A dysfunctional family and their bread-shaped pug reignites the spark in their failing relationship when they are forced to go on the run for a murder they did not commit. Okay. Could you repeat that one more time? Yeah. Yeah. A dysfunctional family and their bread-shaped pug. Bread? Yeah. Reignites the spark in their failing relationship when they are forced to go on the run run for a murder they did not commit. Okay. Okay. And this is outside of a Dino Mart. What's Which, a Dino Mart? That's a great question. Gas station type thing? Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Sure. Go ahead. Okay, so this is a Dino... Ready? This is a Dino-themed uh, gas station. <laughs> this movie is called um, Pug Pug Life. And this is about uh, this family, yes, who uh, uh, who has like, it's a very dysfunctional family. Who uh, They all hate each other. Everybody hates each other. There's a family of four. Uh, boy girl mom and dad and uh imagine if you will um uh like national lampoons um so the murder that they did not commit was the store owner this is the dino mart store owner uh marty was murdered by actually the bread shaped pug with a bread knife um the pug stabbed the uh clerk uh for not helping uh 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 with the family's gas problem yeah (laughs) <laughs> all right. Um, what if all character, all the characters worked in the circus? Oh, fun. Okay, yeah. So this is like a Dick Grayson type type vibe. So the the entire family was acrobats, and um, even the pug, even the pug, but the pug hated being an acrobat, and mostly because the pug was just kind of thrown around mid mid show. Time. Time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my office. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just starting to see the, 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 just the limitations of my own creativity here. That's just that's the best response after after pitching something like that. Somebody just stop. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so far, so good. <laughs> I think we're gonna get another meeting. I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. I think we're gonna get uh, get a green lit. Okay, so now Tom gives more notes, or now you need no, have no, now you go. Okay, no, you so go. now it is my turn. So you yeah. don't get another thirty seconds. No, no, no. That was just the first that round. That was a bullshit thing. Okay, okay. All right. So you look, you look, you look hurt, Jaybird. <laughs> you look like I, I hurt your feelings. You're like, uh, you seem upset. <laughs> Yes, okay. two, two, difficult, two difficult rounds here, back to back. Are you crying? <laughs> it's, it's my game. They're supposed to let me win. I thought maybe the movie. I was trying to go on. Okay. That's fine. Um, okay, so this story is about a musician who has just lost their hearing and must go on a quest to rescue their abducted truffle pig. Nice. Is there any stage? Is there like any uh, stage direction or location or anything? Do I have to give that? Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. 
Uh, interior dive bar. Ooh. Uh, a musician who has just lost their hearing must go on a quest to rescue their abducted truffle pig. Okay. All right. So do I go now? Uh-huh. All right. So a musician uh, who's been like a, a, a dive bar uh, traveling musician across the country with their uh, best friend slash uh, uh, pet pig, truffle pig, uh, he just lost his hearing after the uh, amp exploded in his ear uh, by his evil nemesis, who has been his competing uh, musician uh, across the country. Pause. All right. La- Ooh, let's set this in 1984. Okay. Although we don't have the budget for any 80s music sets or props. Okay. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's it's around the 80s, so this is right after the disco era. Mm. And, um, <laughs> I like that disco era. And, Ross, and, uh, and he was going for an acoustic disco vibe in the in the mid-80s, uh, these dive bars. And with so, the, 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 the person who uh, fucked up his hearing with uh, exploding the amp next to his ear. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Did you pause? You paused when I said, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> what happens now? I decide which one I like better. Yeah, you decide which one you like better. Okay, so I was kind of hoping that I'd get like a clear talking about Mike. I get a clearer picture as to like like if he was like a cover band, if right. he covered anyone, right? Um, you know, like you know, uh, and also let me think about Jaybirds. I can't really remember <laughs> what Jaybird said. So that's the sign of a good movie. <laughs> I think it I was. Didn't, I didn't even get to the abduction part with the pig. So yeah, I mean that's another that's another like thing I was going to point out that I didn't hear about the abduction. Yeah, guess who stole it? <laughs> guess who abducted <laughs> my time? Um, but like, I like how we were going for like a DC flavor. So uh, with uh, Dick Grayson, mm-hmm. I kind of saw that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jaybirds. Nice. I'm gonna go with Jaybirds. Hell it's yeah! Fair. This feels so good. It's Thank fair. you. You know, circus. Nice. Cool, Thank cool. You. All right. Okay. So now cool. uh, Justin is executive. Yes. And these go in the dump pile. Dump, dump, and then these go as well in the dump pile because those are my earlier cards. All right. So you all either choose plot or character. Um, I'm gonna go plot this time. I'm also going with plot. Nice. Also, a uh, rule that I I failed to note here is that after the first pitch, the executive refills their note hand so you're not recycling any other notes we just dumped them yeah 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 yeah. Ray just said 45 seconds is too short that's fair that's fair should we do a minute um you know, this kind of mirrors real life. You may only have right. 45 seconds to do a real pit movie pitch and right, yeah, before elevator. the executive says, get out of it. Yeah, the yeah. elevator, 10 words or less. Yeah. Anyone ever seen the movie The Player? No. no. Robert Altman movie starring, mm. um, what's his face? Anyway, but um, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it, it's, a, it's a gripping thriller about the, uh, the film industry. Mm. Tim mm. Robbins, thank you. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Year? Was that? Year? I feel like it's 80s. Okay. Maybe ninety one, if not eighties. No, I think it, actually it's I think it's nineties. Well, the player. The player. The player. Shout out to the player, Robert Altman. Okay. Uh, so Tom and I need to pick one of the three. One of the three. Putting face down. Add right. a character okay. to your plots. Okay. And do we read the character before or we just put it down? No, the no, to, just okay. put it down. Gotcha, gotcha. 
Okay. Um. Um. This is a tough one. Uh. Oh, this is tough. Um. Okay. I'm just. Gonna... <laughs> Time's up. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mikey. Mikey, go done. first. Thanks for okay. coming in today. Okay. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. Um. <clears throat> So we have a young soldier struggling. Oh, wait. So exterior, no man's land. Ooh. A young soldier struggling to survive in the trenches of World War II must stop a gang of vampires from taking over their neighborhood. Oh, wow. my gosh. Exterior, okay. no man's land. A young soldier <clears throat> struggling to survive in the trenches of World War II must stop a gang of vampires from taking over their neighborhood. And go. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, a young... Pause. So- yep. What if the main character was the king of burgers? We have a deal with Burger King. Right. So, this is pre-Burger King in World War II, <laughs> before it was even invented. So, this is actually the founder of Burger King, uh, who was in World War II, that not a lot of people know about. Um, so, while in Nazi Germany, um, what happened was... <laughs> <laughs> While while in Germany, um, in the trenches, uh, while in Germany in the, in the trenches of World War Two, uh, so the the Nazis started turning into vampires and eating all of these uh, meat patties that inspired them to actually uh, realize that meat patties were the only thing that was going to kill these uh, vampires. So he started making the burger patties with garlic and then feeding them to the Nazi uh, soldiers while in the trenches and throwing them. Uh, Tom, Tom likes Nazis. Uh, Dislikes. Uh, okay, wonderful. Thank you for so much for coming in today. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, the okay. door's over there? Okay. okay. Is that, do is, I come back is, into this? Is, I know. Okay. Is Nazi Germany not uh, <laughs> PC? PC? Yeah. Mm. I mean... Oh, shit. I think Tom's just trying to get in your head. I'm just, yeah, I, th- I, I want to win this game. <laughs> I felt that. I felt that. <laughs> oh, I thought shit. you were supporting... Oh, are we supposed to support each other? No. I thought you were, suppo- <laughs> I thought, I thought you were offended that I called... Uh, Germany some, German, Nazi? some Germans Nazis. No, I just... Whenever I hear the word Nazi, I just go... Oh, gotcha, gotcha. It's oh, like... Sure, it's sure. like yeah, it's a thing. They it's a reflex. The, they were the antagonists in the story. Just yes. to be clear. <laughs> <That's good>. <laughs> <laughs> I so. Wait, I go. Uh, now you go. Yes, this okay. is the untimed portion. Okay. So. Oh, just dropped it. Okay, so we've got we've got a trio of true crime fanatics. Wait, read the location. Where's the look? Lo- oh, uh, oh, uh, sorry, I didn't do that last time. Uh, the interior, a fancy New York City condo. Okay. okay. A trio of true crime fanatics that have just discovered a real murder case competes in a series of life or death children's games to win an absurd amount of money. Okay. Whenever you're ready, Tom. Okay. So what we have here is a bunch of a couple of uh, students who just graduated college and that uh, they landed in this uh, New York condo that was like amazingly beautiful and, and elaborate. And they love, you know, they love like true crime stories they love like role-playing they do kind of like larps if we know what that is live action role-playing pause, pause, pause. i'm gonna stop you right there <clears throat> i got two words for you uh okay 
Laser dogs. Oh, well, absolutely. Uh, well, one of them, well, that's the name of the game that oh. they actually play. There's a game that they that they played, at, you know, even though they graduated college together, they went to, they were, went to like primary school together, elementary school, and they had this game called Laser Dog. Uh, regular school, elementary school, they had Laser Dog, they played Laser Dogs, where basically it was kind of like Red Rover, but instead of saying Red Rover, Red Rover, uh, send uh, uh, Jimmy right over, it's Laser Dog. Wow. <laughs> can we guess what the name of the movie is called? Uh, yes, we can. Oh, uh, but it's just—it's not going to get greenlit because Mikey takes a point here. Boom. Uh, I just love the idea of, of vampire Nazis with and, and garlic burgers. <laughs> you don't like Laser Dog? <laughs> I love the idea of Laser Dog, but I'm going to save that idea for a different. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to indie that. That's really what I'm going to do. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to crowdsource. Side, crowdfund. side podcast notes. It's a uh, 5:30. Sure. We're about an hour 12 into recording. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, do we want to do one more round of this, or do we want to? I think we got. Are we, we editing this part out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, think, yeah. I think we can squeeze three rounds in. It's like a fairly quick okay. game. Three more rounds. Yeah. Take us to the six o'clock hour. Okay. Uh, not okay? gonna lie, this game is getting me mad. <laughs> <laughs> so we can continue, but sure. I cannot be responsible for my emotions later. That's um, fair. Absolutely. Because uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Laser Dog, as far as I'm concerned. Is a winner. Well, here's the thing. Nobody wants. <laughs> Not that I need to explain myself because I am the executive here. <laughs> uh, you were. You were. For that round, you were. Okay. So we're gonna do another round. Another three rounds. <laughs> see how we. Let's see how it goes. We have to be there by seven. We gotta be there by seven. Is it, what time is it now? Five thirty. Five thirty. We should be there like by six. You be there by six. I think so. All right. Well, it's gonna end in a three-way tie then. Cool. <laughs> Winner takes all. Come on, let's do it. Oh wait, you know, the executive. Oh wait, Ray can be the executive. Ray, be the executive. Ooh, yeah, fun. Nice. Ray's the executive. Yes. Winner takes all round. All right. I'm just saying, knowing us, if we say, yeah, we'll be there by by six thirty, it could be six fifty five. Right. Knowing me, that's for sure. For sure. <sighs> that's when I said knowing us, I meant knowing you, you and me, because Mikey's. I'm the worst. Yeah, but are you performing tonight? We have to find no. parking. We have to find parking and stuff. Sure. Also, I hate this game. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love it. Okay. Laser so, dogs. Come on. I'll never forget you. All right. So we're playing one one more round here. Winner take all. Ray is the decider and the timekeeper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Do you want to? So we have to pick our thing. Do you want to give Mike? Do you want Mikey? You want to give your your mic to? Am I? Who's playing? The three of the three of us. Hey, but when we oh. pit, when we pitch, we can hand it off to Ray. Gotcha, gotcha. Every, yeah. Whoever's not going can hand. Ray yeah, Mike. and Ray, while we're pitching, is just yelling pause, right? And yeah, giving a note. So, I love this game. All right, here are Ray's three note cards, and Ray, I'm gonna give you nine note cards, <laughs> but it's like three for yeah. You know what? Fucking yeah. Just, yeah, just, use, take, just take as many as you want. Take as many, many options. Okay. So who's going first? To my left. Yep, I go first. Okay. Thomas Epstein. All right, Tom. I won't. I won't. This is going to be the best, the best movie ever. Yeah. Right, ready? Whenever you're ready. Okay, I'll read it. Oh yeah. So uh, exterior is Asgard, mm. the god of mischief, struggles to make it as a screenwriter during the golden age of Hollywood. Nice. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Go. 
Okay, so Loki, the god of of mischief, is uh, just figuring out what he's going to do with his life. He's been he's been banned from becoming uh, king. Uh, his brother Thor has has is practically exiling him. In fact, he does exile him uh, and exiles him to Hollywood in the 1940s. And all of a sudden, he's like, you know what? I'm going to jump into into the into Warner Brothers Studio, and I'm going to create uh, a uh, a film of about what it's like to be prankster. Yes. Pause, pause. Okay, let's set the whole story in the hot tub. (laughs) So, not unlike (laughs) Hot Tub Time Machine, um, when Hemdal, who is the uh, controller of the uh, of the bridge, he actually uh, set the Rainbow Bridge sends Loki right into a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Good pitch. Mm. All right. Yeah. Please wait outside. Uh, yeah. In the hallway. I have other we'll Loki, Loki films. In. I have other yeah. types I'll of Loki, you, Loki fairies, series. Oh, Jesus. That's, the name that's of the movie is Low Key, as in L O W K E Y. Tom, your time is out. Your time is out. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So, uh, in a in a set in a small town in Wisconsin, a snowplow driver out for revenge switches bodies with a serial killer. Fade out. Okay, ready. Uh, so the snowplow driver is going to be played by um, the guy from Stranger Things, the uh, the the police officer that we love so much, um, David Harbor. Yeah, and uh, this the body he switches with is um, um, uh, Ryan Reynolds, and the reason he's out for revenge was because his his family was murdered by this serial killer played by Ryan Reynolds, and uh, he uses his body and commits um, low 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 key um, <laughs> low key <laughs> stolen. Uh, um, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, like thefts just to get him locked up in a prison. Okay, um, pause, pause. Okay, sure. Um, can we make this based off of a true event? Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so this is, uh, did that timer pause while, while the while it was paused? Uh, I'm going to ask for 10 seconds. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to burn this 10 seconds. This is going to be based after the... Um, the uh fucking this is based Whoa. after uh this is based after uh um uh uh, uh time. <laughs> low key sounds like uh, sounds a lot more enticing now doesn't it <laughs> give me 15 more seconds oh my god that the real okay. events really fucking tripped me up holy <laughs> shit so i need a microphone oh here here you go <clears throat> Okay, so I have a uh, character. Okay. So, all right. Exterior of the dark forest. A reckless young knight seeking a quest to prove their honor and worth must collect a series of powerful magical stones to save the universe from destruction. Okay, so... Oh, <clears throat> 
and okay so a, a reckless young knight played by uh tom holland of the spider-man uh recent franchise uh must collect a series of powerful magical stones to save the universe by rummaging he was actually a mushroom collector at first so he's a mushroom from fr- uh, forager and ended up finding a magical stone that he thought was a mushroom at one point ended up giving him secret powers to uh have extra powerful strength and spider-like sensibilities and is that it are you pausing me sure okay okay i really (laughs) i really really love where this is going actually okay but it doesn't feel it doesn't feel dope enough so can we add more um urban culture to this you know Absolutely. Yes. yes, can we? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, Ten so, seconds. So, so this is this is uh, based out of a forest, just out of <laughs> outside of a major city. So, uh, Tom, Tom Holland started his quest in Long Island, uh, through Brooklyn, and into northern New York, to where he found his first mushroom. <laughs> Not enough. Not enough urban culture over there. Low All right. key. Low key. Low Wait. key. Oh, and the name of the store right. is uh, Mushroom King. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, the name of mine is um, Snowbody. Snowbody. <laughs> Okay, that's not bad. All right. Um, wait, what was the name of your movie? Two, so it's two words. Low, low key. Low key. All right. So do I have to choose now? Yeah. Who? Mm-hmm. Who are you green light? Who, who, who wins this game? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to go with Loki. Wow. <laughs> Tell you right now, it's the hot tub. The hot tub, big tidal wave. I can see like all sorts of like shenanigans happening with the god of mischief mm. creating yeah. films for Fred Astaire. Makes yeah. sense. Congratulations. See like a trilogy yep. happening with that one. So yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. Congratulations to uh, Tom Epstein. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Ray. Thanks thank for you, Ray. Thank, Ray. Um, thank you for, for for being the executive. Ray said it's an honor. This just throwing that out there. This was game was fun. This game was fun. This yeah, this was fun. We we should play it for real, on stage, <laughs> yeah. in front of an audience. We should. Yeah. yeah, not to discount your win, but you know, it's podcast. Oh, so. I'm yeah. I'm happy to defend my title. <laughs> okay. Next time. Next wow. time. Uh, thank you so much, Ray. Thank you so much, Tom. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for having. Well, you know what. Uh, thanks for having having me. Oh my god! Thanks I for being a, here. Tom. Anytime, time. anytime. It's so special to have you here. Yeah. Uh, until next time, uh, this has been the Sitting Ducks podcast. <laughs> that sounds natural. Yep. Bye bye. Oh yeah, bye. <laughs>